0: Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of my K-Drama podcast show. Um, I'm actually here today with very special guest G. Say hello G.
1: Hello everyone.
0: So this is a bit of an unusual episode because normally G comes on the show to join me for guest gabs. Um, And today's sort of a guest gab but we're kind of doing the actual normal format. And the reason for this is because G, instead of only watching the first episode of a K-Drama with me, you watched the entire show. Yeah, so
1: this is my second one now uh, after doing Flower yeah. of Evil. Yeah, we did
0: Flower of Evil, has been fully recapped, I guess, guest gabbed yeah. on Patreon. Um, but yeah, so today, I guess I'll go straight into it. The, the K drama that we're going to be talking about is Squid Game.
1: You may have heard of it.
0: You may, well, you may look, not. It, it seems, it's kind of interesting because I think we watched it. Uh, Not long ago, but, like, maybe a week, a week and a half, um, as we record this. um, We started watching it when it
1: came out, like, the day it came out. Oh, yeah,
0: pretty much the day it came out. But since then, it has blown up. Like, it is just, seems Mm. to be doing quite well, Mm. let's say. All right, so I'll tell you guys a little bit of an overview, um, in case you don't know. Uh, And, obviously, spoilers ahead. um, I don't normally say that, but I feel like that's what happens.
1: There will be many spoilers.
0: (laughs) so the show is called squid game and
1: the biggest spoiler is that there's no actual squids involved in the game which is actually a bit of a disappointment for me
0: well there was a squid game in squid Game. Well, yeah
1: but i was expecting something kind of like underwater quidditch where like wow. instead of a snitch you're chasing a squid and that's... he like inks you <laughs> in the face you know that's what you think when you think about a sh- you know something called squid game right?
0: Is that what you think that's
1: the first thought that came into my all mind all right
0: i'm just gonna pull this so, back
1: spoiler alert well... listeners that does not happen here
0: well, it's lucky they know that now. I feel
1: like you're regretting inviting me to talk on this episode. <laughs> no, why would I regret it?
0: Um, so Squid Game is a nine episode. Each episode's about, I don't know, 45 minutes or an hour or something like that. Um, so it's only nine episodes. It came out in September 2021 and it is a Netflix K-drama, which of course means that it looks amazing. It's got heaps of money. And it's a bit more experimental, I think, and can, you know, go a lot further with violence and mm. themes and stuff like that than the kind of network K-dramas can um, because of, I guess, censorship. Who knows? Mm. So this is not the kind of show where someone stabs someone with a knife and then there's a little blur over the blade so you can't see it.
1: No, this is the kind of show where they zoom up on the knife going <laughs> into the body <laughs> multiple times and this then just like fact. focus the camera on that for like 10 minutes.
0: That's exactly force right. you
1: to watch it and then you have to move on to the next scene
0: um that's so true <laughs> uh so overall squid game for me i fucking loved it i thought it was amazing it's addictive it's exciting it's very very, it's very dark addictive. um yeah it was really really good i just i could have just watched it in two minutes the whole thing i think one after another
1: i think also i think squid game is and this is you know you know me well maybe you don't listeners, but i'm i'm not a k-drama person and uh i think that you know, after watching something like Flower of Evil and comparing this to Flower of Evil, they're very different. But, you know, I think Squid Game is a good example of why these the shows should be shorter. Because nine episodes is just like totally enough to just mm-hmm. every part of every episode in this show. Super tight. Just super tight. And it was really compelling. No filler. And just kept you going. There was no filler. Nothing that was just sort of shoved in there to stretch it out to fit like a 16 episode format you know, which is, you know, spoiler alert for that other show, Flower of Evil, hmm. that we also recapped. I feel like there was there was a lot of elements like that, that if Flower of Evil was... Has been shorter. If Flower of Evil was nine episodes, that would have been, like, solid us.
0: It was still a great show, though, I'll say. It was,
1: it was great, but not like this, though, I think, personally. I think this it's is true. just a whole nother level. This
0: one is yeah. a tighter... Like, the writing, I think, is great, yeah. and it really... The pacing is amazing, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there was points with this one where, you know, we only had time to, say, watch one episode that night, And it ended on such a cliffhanger that we just had to watch five minutes of the next episode just just to find out. out. Like it was that And that's
1: when you know you got a good show because you're really like it's really pulling you in to to binge it, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and you don't feel yeah, you just feel compelled to watch the next episode. Whereas I found like, say with something with Flower of People, I was like, We watch an episode, I'm like, okay. I need a break, you know, <laughs> cause I don't know. I felt differently. Yeah. <laughs> I well, it. there was some books I think, but anyway, that, that's, that's, that's a, a whole different, that's a whole different that's thing. That's a different podcast. Yeah. I can't help but compare because These are yeah, my two sort of like, enough. you know, through experiences. With I the, have with the whole to scene. say
0: that one thing that Squid Game has made me very excited about is that I got to watch an entire K-drama with you. And now you're on, you know, in my podcast kind of waxing on about how awesome it is. That makes me very happy. Well,
1: you know, look, I don't, I don't want to burst the bubble, but, <laughs> I've, vo- I've already voiced my my opinion that i don't actually think this is a k-drama because i don't know what if it, if any television show that's made in korea is constitutes a k-drama then i don't know what a k-drama is i think we need to draw some distinctions here i don't
0: know that we do and i really
1: don't think that squid game is a k-drama to me squid game is like it resembles more like what korean movies are like and it doesn't have uh... any of the k-drama isms that i've seen so far uh... and you've really you've you've
0: I fought back on that.
1: You have thrown a lot of K-dramas at me, and I've not seen a single K-drama. Oh, the only one thing I could say in Squid Game that was a little bit K-drama-ish was probably in the first episode, yeah, where there's a lot of, like, you know, the main guy... All right, we're going to them- talk about Well, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, like, you know, him shouting, which is, like, a very typical K-drama thing, like, you know, middle-aged guy I wouldn't guy say that that's a
0: K-drama trope. No,
1: but, like, just yelling about things and, like, ah, yeah. oh, take it down and notch, and... But pretty much beyond that, like, I can't see any resemblance to anything K-drama-ish at all. Wow. So I, consider I don't know
0: this, how I feel about that.
1: I consider this to be a television show that was made in Korea, so. I nice. don't love
0: that. I don't love that at all. That's I think okay, it's though. a K-drama, and I think that K-drama is from good I feel like you're, you're c- well, I feel claiming like you're this, saying, this
1: incredibly successful thing under the banner of K-drama. What?
0: I feel like you're trying to say that because this show is great, it's mm. not a K-drama, which affects no, no, no. me. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I just
1: don't see, like, no, no, but I, don't, I actually don't see the same qualities in this show that we've but seen I in any other shows. I heaps of
0: K-dramas that don't necessarily have those, like, yes, there are some very particular K-drama tropes, but not all K-dramas have those tropes.
1: But there's always some little corny thing in here that, Wow. You know? Like, there's always like a little... going to kick you off my podcast. <laughs> Well, see you later, (laughs) listeners. It's been good. (laughs) We're going to
0: move on from this topic that is offending me. (laughs) Um, Squid Game was a great K-drama. It's <laughs> I loved a it. It's definitely a
1: fantastic television show, for sure. Oh, right. <laughs> so,
0: why we watched it? Um, obviously, I follow casting news, I, uh, you know, like upcoming shows, all that kind of stuff. So, the second I saw this one, I think I saw a cool poster. The posters are very bright and eye-catching mm. and, you know, featured lots of blood streaks. And it looked super exciting and fun. Mm. Um, and then there was a preview. I think they put up, um, like, a trailer on um you know on youtube or whatever so i just asked g to watch the trailer with me and i was like Hmm, maybe if he likes the trailer he'll watch the show and he did I like did. the trailer it looked, because it it was looked fantastic awesome. it looked really good it looked, yeah amazing.
1: it looked very intriguing and also like you could sort of tell what was going on but he couldn't as well you know like because i think there's been sort of like, I think the comparison that I was thinking in my head was that show that came out last year, which was Alice in Borderland.
0: Yeah, that's um, a Japanese, which a Japanese show, show that came out in and 2020, I'd So think.
1: you can kind of see it as sort of, some sort of death game kind of wow. thing. And you go, OK, that's that's I don't think that's ever not an exciting premise. Yeah. But then the visual styling of it looked very, very interesting. Mm. And and then there's also like. You're just not really sure exactly what's going on. Yeah, it's just a very intriguing
0: trailer. I have to say though, there's actually been, it's an interesting thing. So apparently internationally, like outside Korea, everyone adores this show. They're obsessed with it. It's Mm -hmm. obviously made it, you know, to people who've never watched anything Korean in their life. Um, so it's really, really kind of cross borders, but apparently domestically in Korea, there's a lot of controversy, controversy around it. Um, in the fact that it is very similar to Alice in Borderland and apparently a few other Japanese like death game movies and mangas. And like, there's been a lot of accusations that it's like copying and stuff. Oh, but 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 that's just a general premise I sort of think so too. It's like, if you, you write say like a rom-com and it has rom-com elements in it, then that doesn't mean you're copying other rom-coms. Those are just... That's, I feel like it's what, like no one can make another death game thing. Maybe yeah. since
1: remember that movie Battle Royale. Oh, exactly, that, that's what
0: they're saying. No oh, are like this. It's like that, yeah. but. I don't necessarily agree with that. But in saying that, I haven't seen some of the, you know, the, the media that people are saying it's very similar to. But I, I think that's what entertainment and stories are. They're taking elements of other things and building on them or doing them in mm-hmm. your own original way. Like, nothing in this world is completely 100% original. Like, mm-hmm. that's not really, I think, how genres work.
1: But I think I think the, the core thing is, like, with Squid Game, yeah, they're taking maybe a, a, a very... The, the core of a premise that has been done before a death game kind of thing, but what they're doing with it is telling a, a really interesting character driven story around that, you know, so it's not just like, you know, the whole focus of the show is just like. You know, all these people have to kill each other to win a game or whatever. Mm. It's it's more like that. That's part of it, but it's the that's it's the a canvas like, on which they actually tell kind of show. Yeah, really
0: and... dipping into their, their, them and how they relate to each other yeah. and how they change in the show as yeah. well, for sure. Mm. Um, so I'll just talk a little bit about casting and then we'll get on with things. Um, so the lead actor, like it's definitely an ensemble cast. There's like loads of people in this and actually quite a few familiar faces. Um, but the lead actor is um, Lee Jong-jae, uh, and he plays a character called Gi-hoon, who is basically a good-for-nothing kind of rubbish dad gambler dude. Mm. Um, so the actor Lee Jong-jae, like, I totally recognize his face, but I couldn't figure out what I've seen him in. He's more of a movie actor. He's in a lot of Korean movies. But G and I actually watched um, a movie that I really, really liked called Warriors of the Dawn, um, mm. which also starred Yo, Yo Jin-gu. Uh, which was kind of set during the Injin War. It's a really cool, like, you know, murdery, historical kind of movie. Mm. Uh, and he, uh, the actor Lee, Jung, Lee Jong-jae, played um, the lead actor in that as well. Um, another main character in this is played by an actor called Park He soo and his character's name is Sang-woo. So Park Hae-soo I definitely recognize as well. Um, but I think that this might be my first time seeing him, but I did look up, you know, other stuff he started. in. He was in Prison Playbook. Uh, which I still haven't seen, and quite a few other things. So he's a familiar face. Um, I'll just kind of mention maybe... Not everybody, because this cast list is so enormous. It's big. Um, but there is an actress in this called Jong ho Yon, who plays a character called se and she's, like, a very major character. I really liked her. I thought she was amazing in this. She doesn't seem to have done anything before, which is, like, pretty intense. Pretty it good, seems to pretty be her debut. first role, and she's great. Yeah. Um, There's kind of, like, a real douchey sort of gangster dude um, played by the actor ho Song Tae, uh, and he's... Character's name is Doksu, but we'll just call him Douchey Gangster Guy.
1: Gangster. Yeah. Gangster
0: Dude. Um, and he played the. Uh, he played a character in the very cool, I think, 2019 K drama, like thriller, crime thriller thing, Watcher. Um, so I recognised his face, um, and he played a very different character in that, so that was fun. um And then I think I'll skip some of the other people. I'll tell you, like, as we go through the setup, but. Um, there's kind of a detective in this, played by the actor We Had Jun. See
1: you.
0: Uh, he played the second male lead in Romance. His bonus book. Um, he also popped up oh, recently wow. in something else I was watching. He's like, I feel like he's an up and coming sort of K drama like lead actor. He will be, I think, but I don't think he's had a lead role yet.
1: Well, look, I reckon this is going to. <laughs> I think he will be getting a lead role. So he did pretty alright in this, this show. This.
0: Yeah, he's very good in this. Yeah. Um, but I think like he's had quite a few. Like, he's a very recognizable face that you'd kind of imagine would have been moving to, I think, male lead status pretty soon anyway. But I'm sure this will give him a huge career boost. And there's also some mad sort of like little cameos, which oh, really? I can't find in this list. Oh, uh, So, Gong Yu is um, a little cameo in this as oh, a yeah. suit wearing slapping man. Yes, he's a suit <laughs> which slapper. was very fun and surprising. And also the mega famous. Um, drama, k movie and also american movie starring dude <laughs> if that <laughs> made sense uh, the actor Byung hon is also in this as sort of an extended sort of cameo sort of thing well, and then heaps yeah. of other faces as well um so my question for you g is yes. should listeners watch squid game if they haven't already seen it absolutely i totally agree yeah. it's awesome. in fact
1: if you haven't seen it you probably shouldn't have listened this far because we have told you a lot. Um, but stop what you're doing right and now just go watch it. and go watch it.
0: Yeah, I think this is the kind of show, it's best not to know, just go into it. Yeah. I think it's got some really unpredictable twists and turns, some really unexpected like deaths, and it's really fun is fun it sounds it's kind of weird to say fun because it's a big bloody mm. gory you know death mess but it is a lot of fun it's yeah. really exciting it's really
1: fun it's really addictive there's a lot of tension there's yeah. a lot of i think one of the things you actually mentioned was interesting it's like you know like it's kind of hard to go through all the cast because it's such mm. a big ensemble cast mm. i think that's actually one of the things that make it work so well it's like yeah there is a kind of like that main guy mm. uh, Jihoon. jihun 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 yeah and and you know obviously like he's kind of like the main character i guess but there is so many other characters so that it never gets boring yeah you know, it doesn't you know,
0: focus only on, on him on, by any means yes, everyone yes. gets or well, there's a lot of different yeah. emotional journeys and things going on and all the different think, characters character are,
1: are, are compelling in their own way too. Very compelling. so that i think that really makes it like quite interesting yeah. to watch because there's so much going on and then there's all these other characters in between. And then you also have the detective as well who's doing his own thing, yeah. which is really cool. Very so
0: exciting. So
1: I think when you when when shows are written like that, like that this there's all these different elements that are so interesting and that every time you move from one to the other, there's you're always getting like a an interesting, exciting piece of the puzzle It's very, it becomes a very addictive thing to watch because there's never a dull moment. It's so true.
0: And you can like certain characters. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's so many people, I guess, involved that you can sort of um, feel attached to certain people. But like there's something for everyone, I think, in terms of like what might hook you and who you might like the best or be interested Which is what I always like about ensemble casts. I feel like, you know, you can never kind of not like it because even if there's something you don't like, there's always something you do. Yeah. But in this, you like everything because it's awesome. All right. So we're going to do a bit of setup now. and just explain a little bit of kind of the general setup of the show. Cool. All right. So I'm just going to attempt to do a little bit of a setup, which will just be the first part of the drama Squid Game to give you guys an idea. Or, you know, if you've already seen it, remind you what the hell it's about. So, we start off with our lead actor, Lee Dong De, and we get introduced to his character, Gi Hoon. So, it's modern day Seoul, um, and Gi Hoon is not living well. Um, I think there's some interesting stuff where they, I feel like they sort of hint once or twice to something bad happening at his yeah, past job. That's true. And it yeah. seems like his entire life has been derailed. I kind of like that they never really tell us mm. what it is, but there's, mm there's this impression that I think someone died there and something yeah. has just destroyed him. But yeah. he's obviously, his marriage has crumbled. Um, so now his wife has remarried and he has this kid who's, I don't know how old she is. I can't tell. Kids all yeah. just look small. So
1: 10 years old.
0: <laughs> or yeah. I think maybe younger. I don't know. Okay, let's anyway, say one year old. He, he has a small kid that's between one and 10 and she's <laughs> very cute. <laughs> but he is a bad dad. So we kind of open up with him. He he's, lives, he's
1: bad in the sense that he he's bad, but he's not, like, uncaring. No.
0: Oh, he loves his daughter. He yeah. loves his mom. But he's he's kind of, I don't know, he seems like a bit of a man-child at the start. He obviously has a big, like, gambling addiction problem. Um, and he's living with his very elderly mother, um, played by an actress who, you know, is in all sorts of stuff all the time. I like her a lot. She's actually, oh, so her name is, the actress's name is Kim Yong-ok. And she's currently starring in Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. Uh, So that's his mom and yeah, he just kind of lives with her. She's obviously got like a little market stall and she's paying the bills. He's working as a chauffeur, but we never kind of see him doing that. No, our
1: introduction to him is actually him um, stealing stealing a lot of money from her, from her her bank card. Um, and then using at the, the at the the races, yeah, Yeah. putting money on the, on the horses or whatever.
0: Oh yeah. So he's, he's, he's kind of gambles all the money away on the horses, but he actually wins a fair chunk.
1: Oh, he wins a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then he's, uh, you know, some kind of, oh. This was a good K drama part for you. There's like they, um, a bunch is, of uh, you know sharky money lending sharks turn up as soon as they hear that he's won yeah. big at the races. This is the
1: ma- this is the main part. What happens? Of- so they stick their finger yeah. in his so nose. Yeah, so they beat he's him nervous. up, right? They, so <laughs> they they beat him up, and there's a lot of shouting and yelling and whatnot. Um, and then the guy who's intimidating him, like literally, like sticks his like he he, he sticks his finger in in the oh, main yeah. guy's bloody nose, and then he licks it. And I was like, I
0: was like, dude, that's not sanitary. That's no good. You're that. gonna get corona.
1: Like, yeah, that's, bad. that's really, that's not even intimidating. That's just weird. You know, I guess it is intimidating. Like, oh gosh, this I'd be really do next? out.
0: I'd be really scared. I'd be like, is... like, you don't even know yeah. what this man I've might could do to, have to you.
1: Hepatitis or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so I guess
0: it is a good intimidate intimidation tactic. Yeah, that would intimidate me.
1: Well yeah, but that that was a very k drama moment I think. look. It was weird. It was Let's weird.
0: Just with it. it was weird. <laughs> yeah. So, um basically the money sharks are like, you know, I can't remember how long. It's Like we'll give you 24 hours. or We'll give you yeah. 1 hour or whatever it is. But he had
1: he, he'd won a lot of money and he could have paid it back to them uh, right there in the spot. But he actually while running away from these gangsters, he bumped into a, a woman and they collided and she actually oh, stole yeah. the money and that woman is actually Sebyok.
0: Yeah, so the woman who steals his money is played by the actress Jong Ho-yeon and her character's name is Sebyok. So she's a young woman um, and we do find out later on. And again, I really like the way the backstories are kind of delved into. I think it's very, like it's not heavy-handed it's just you find out little bits and pieces as Mm -hmm. you go along but we do find out that she's a north korean refugee Mm -hmm. she's fled north korea with her very young brother who's now in a family home but she's obviously aged out of that she's trying desperately to get her mother out of north korea and every time she's kind of gathering money through probably you know not totally illegal means she's kind of losing it to people who are i want to say taking advantage of her desperation to pay money to get her mother out so she's a very Unhappy. Yes. Individual. Mm. So um, your main guy, Gi-hun, realises she's stolen the money, which then fucks him up because he can't give the money to these money sharks. Um, And... He his else, whole yeah, thing, sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. I was just going to say, his whole thing is that it's his daughter's birthday yeah, and that he should be buying her a present. But yeah. by the time he goes to see her, you know, he's lost everything, all the money. And he gets her, do you remember? Like oh, he, yeah. he goes to, um, what's it, like an arcade and he tries to win one of the, From toys. the claw
1: machines so yeah. you can pick up the toys. And, and he gets this little yeah. kid
0: to help him and he wins like a little you know, wrapped up package and then he gives it to his daughter without ever checking what it is. And his daughter opens it and it's a fucking massive big gun, which turns out to be a lighter.
1: I think this, this episode though is, is interesting because it's just showing like how, you know, he's, he's basically doesn't have control of his life and he's even the, the way he actually chooses to live his life is to, Everything on chance, yeah, you know, so he gambles for everything, like he'll he won't, he doesn't take control of any part of his life, really. Mm -hmm. It's all about just gambling, really. Yeah, that's true, you know, in every aspect. Like, he doesn't try and figure out how to get a present for his daughter, or maybe do something more, you know, maybe he might just do something meaningful, or maybe just say, like, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, or you know, just couldn't do whatever, or be honest with her. Mm -hmm. He has to play another game, so he spends some tiny little bit of money he has left to win this prize for his daughter, which turns out to be, like, you know, completely ridiculous. <laughs> no good. And quite harmful. Uh, yeah, it's really no <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah.
0: Um, it's true. I, I think the first episode of the show, is very much focused on gi and in characterising him. Whilst I think from the second episode onwards, it's like, it spreads out and yeah. it's everyone. But I do think it's nice to have that foundation. And I mm. think there was one scene in particular that I loved in the first episode, which was, like, the Gong Yu sort of cameo, which is yes. gi Hoon's like... I think it's at the very end of the day. He's really freaking depressed because he knows he's done kind of a bad job with his daughter. And I think at this point, I don't know if he realizes his daughter's gonna, you know, he, the mom is gonna and the stepdad are gonna take the daughter overseas um, to America. I don't know if he knows this yet, but whatever. He's like super down because he just looked like a fool in front of her, basically. Um, and he's sitting in the subway, and Gong Yu turns up, and he's like, you know, very well put together and slick in a suit and a business man business case thing Mm -hmm. and he offers to play a game with Gihon and it's this mad like kind of I don't know it looks like a um, kind of folded piece of paper and you have to throw another one at it and if it you know if you're able to flick that piece of paper up a certain way so it's facing a certain way you win it's it's basically
1: it's basically pogs for adults
0: I don't know what pogs is so you grow up in a different part of the world okay
1: pogs is the the 90s sensation that swept the world or most of the world Sweep the world where I grew up. Oh, it swept the world. So Pogs basically is a game where you have a little stack of little circular cardboard pieces. And you have to throw what's called a slammer on top of the stack Uh, and flip the pieces. And the ones that get flipped a certain way, depending on what your rules are, you get to keep. Now, Pogs can get very, very heated. But we're not here to talk about Pogs. Just just so everyone knows, Pogs can get heated, right? Because Mm. if you're playing for keeps, you might lose some of your
0: your hard-earned
1: Pogs. Pogs that you earn by getting your parents to buy them. Presumably. <laughs> so this is kind of like Pogs, except the stakes are um, public humiliation yeah. and um, mainly, maybe just winning a little bit of cash. I'm
0: going to presume that it's a, like this version of Pogs or whatever yeah. is a Korean children's game because all of, like the whole show kind of revolves around that, I think. Yeah. Um, Gosh, so so I can't go so... again really Pogs right no. about I'm that. not playing Pogs. Do <laughs> so you, you want to play Pogs? No. Um. Dang. <laughs> so basically Gong Yu's like if you if I win a game I get to slap you I get to strike you in the face and if you win a game you get this entire briefcase filled with cash and so Gi-Hoon's like fuck yeah this was sounds great was it a briefcase great. full of cash? I thought uh, it was just like, was a like he
1: had a, a certain amount of money yeah you're right and every time you you're win right. the game you get a little you get, lump of you get a lump of money little as little well. lump of yeah, yeah.
0: coin? Cash. not coin uh,
1: notes notes a yeah,
0: lump of note. notes yeah. a lump of note yeah. um, so of course Gi-Hoon's like Yes, please, because he's money hungry. Um, well, no, he, and I really, really liked this scene because he keeps losing. Gi just loses and loses. And we end up like with a montage of Gong Yoo just like slapping, slapping this dude in the face until Gi entire, like half of his face is like really intensely kind of, you know, welted, welted and blood blistered, and it's really fucked up. Um, but gi is so focused and then at the end like after this you know big long montage of him losing he wins one and he's so excited and you see how the emotion of winning is just like so overwhelming yeah. and he's getting ready to slap Gong yu in the face and Gong yus like that's not what we're playing for we're playing yeah. for the money and you see gi face just like oh yeah
1: he forgot I what wasn't playing,
0: playing yeah. to slap you I was playing for the money and it's like this idea he's so lost in the game he's so addicted just to that gambling, risk-taking, yeah. Yeah. that he doesn't even know what he's doing and, it and for the, And that's
1: the thing. So this this whole thing is a test to see he's the right kind to see person. how addicted his brain is just to the elation of winning. Yes. So I think the whole game is rigged. Oh, it so is rigged. they can't possibly win on the first go or win evenly oh, enough. I see what you mean. You know, I think it's the, the game is set up so that to see how far they'll go and keep going and going and going just to win at least once. Because mm-hmm. um, that's the people they want to select for the game, the people who yeah. will who will just desperately keep going no, just no. to taste that, that sensation of winning once, no matter what, no matter mm-hmm. how many times they get hit or how bad physically the experience is. They're fully addicted to that. And it's it's quite sad because you see how badly addicted he is yeah. to that and how little he gets really back for yeah. it. I mean, he gets some he's money. he's so
0: happy at the end. Know, but like, he's got this face that's fucked yeah. up and he goes home to his Which, mom with this yeah. mad face. And so, so he has
1: like no dignity at this no, point. you
0: know? None. Yeah, it's a very... You're right. It's. A, I think it's such an interesting scene because I think it tells you so much about his character that we... You know, we understand what's going on with him, but that's the point where you understand what's going on inside him, I think, which was a really great way to kind of flesh out his inner world, I think. And
1: also, I think by doing this in this first episode and going into depth with it for him, they don't have to do it for everyone else afterwards. Mm. They kind of make it known... Basically, these are the people the, that, that are selected. These are the kinds right? of people because yeah. they all got selected in the same way. So there's a all, desperation, yeah.
0: but there's something more than that. Yeah, as
1: they all well. have different stories, but they all kind of come down to the same kind of desperation and mm. also lack of dignity, really, to be able to to sign up to do yeah. this. You know. So, yeah.
0: yeah, Um, So basically, Yu gives gi hoon a little like calling card, and there's these weird symbols on it, which is the Squid Game symbols, which is like a child's and it's three out
1: out of four of the playstation symbols as well is Is there a conspiracy there
0: conspiracy and i'm not sure what kind of conspiracy is playstation trying to kill you
1: i think playstation are trying to to take over the world with a a squid game
0: (laughs) sounds like a hard thing to do maybe the
1: video game adaptation of squid game will be (gasps) released on the playstation that must
0: be it they're just priming our minds to get ready for it yeah um so what happens? What happens? I think Gihun calls the number because I think Gong Yu's like, Do you want to play more games like this? Because if you do, call this number. So Gihun calls the number and someone on the other end's like, I think I can't remember they just tell him where and when to be. Yeah. And so in the middle of the night, he goes to, I guess, the side of the street and hangs out there and a van turns up, he gets in the van, everyone else is asleep in the van and then the driver puts on a mask, a whole bunch of gas comes in and Gi-Hoon's out. And when he wakes up, he's wearing a luminous green tracksuit and hanging out in an enormous room that is just like literally filled from bottom to top with bunk beds and everyone's waking up and there's 456 people. That's correct. And he is number 456. Um, so we start meeting some of the main characters at this point, um, but not all of them, I guess. So they kind of get threaded through the next bunch of episodes, but basically I'm just going to kind of jump over this next bit. Yeah. There's a lot to cover. Yeah. He meets, you know, number one, which is this old dude. He starts to get to know a few of the players. He realizes that a dude, um, who's played by, uh, Parkesu. So this is Sangu, who's another major character is a guy that he grew up with Mm. who has been unbelievably successful. You know, this guy that he grew up with Sangu has gone on to, you know, Seoul University, um, Seoul National University, you know, the biggest but one in Korea, most prestigious. Right. His mum thinks that he's on a business trip overseas. Oh. But Gehun's found him in this weird place. So he's
1: obviously desperate as and well. And he,
0: it turns out, the police are after him for some That's major, true. I think, embezzling or whatever. Um, and he's supposed to be the success story of Gehun's, you know, neighbourhood, basically. Yeah. And everyone's, you know, wow, he's done so well, but he clearly hasn't. Something bad has happened there. Um, and so the they kind of, there's just all these interactions. You start getting to know some of these people and then the first game happens. And, you know, every, like all the kind of people who are running this game are wearing these like mad luminous red jumpsuit things and they have crazy masks Mm. with the different symbol of the squid game on it. And we kind of realize that that's a hierarchy after a while, like who's in charge and who's lower down. And basically everyone, um, like all the players get, they, you know, they get told they're going to go play a game. And that there's money. There's something, I don't know how much, but like a shit ton of money that each player who gets through this like round will win. And But they're kind of like, we'll tell you after the game.
1: After the first game.
0: After the first game, yeah. you'll find out what's going on. So they go in to the first game and it's, it looks amazing. It's like this huge, like, I don't know, football field sized space yeah. um, with walls that are so high, but you can see the sky. But they're
1: painted like landscape. Painted
0: like landscape. Yeah, it looks really cool. I really liked it. And there's like this... Really creepy, mad, huge doll, basically at one end, Um, and the game is—I don't know what was that movie we watched—the Spanish movie.
1: Oh, uh, the orphanage. The orphanage. Play that chasing game thing where like the one kid has their face to the wall and they're the one counting, and like they count for a certain amount and then they turn around. So when when they're counting, the kids can, can creep closer to the line or whatever Mm -hmm. and then when they turn around they've got to stop and if you're still moving you're at
0: yeah 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 so obviously that's a korean game as well like a childhood korean game um but the difference is that this doll when she counts each time she starts counting faster but she turns around and if you're still moving she has like a motion sensor laser or a motion sensor capture thing. And then there's like guns, guns. all along the yeah. edge of, and they start shooting everyone. And of course everyone, like it's a very intense thing because no one knows what's going on. They think it's a game. They just think they have to win. And then suddenly people the get absolutely shot and they freak out. massacred and yeah. everyone yeah freaks out, runs back, tries to get out the doors, but of course they're moving. So there's just piles of people. And I think this is the part where you've realized this show is not going to be squeamish about killing off, anybody
1: no yeah true true you really
0: realize like oh everyone can die at yeah. any moment
1: and they, i think they kill off like half the people i in think the they first kill off like brand. more
0: than half yeah. of like of oh, this 456 and i that really shocked me too because i thought it would have taken a lot longer to whittle down the amount but this yeah. show is definitely not afraid to kill off a shit ton of people with each game yeah.
1: also this is the part where we actually start to see the kind of like emergence of a kind of a group here so um we see our main guy Jihoon and at one point he actually trips and he's about to like fall over when the motion sensor Mm. is is looking at him But another character grabs him and holds him still. And this character is Ali.
0: So Ali is played by a dude or an actor called Tripathi Anupam. And I've seen this dude in dramas before. What did I say I'd seen him in? Oh, I'd seen him in um, Hospital Playlist. No, I haven't seen Taxi Driver. Okay. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen Taxi Driver. Apparently he's in that. He's also in um, Hospital Playlist first season, I believe. Um, So he's a familiar face. Um, And in the drama, he's from Pakistan. And so he's like... um, an international worker who's living a pretty tough life in Seoul and has a wife and kid, we find out. Yeah, it's
1: trying to make sense. But anyway,
0: money. he's a nice dude, yeah. and he doesn't need to, but he helps our main yeah. character, gi and saves his life.
1: Yeah, and also uh, Sang-yu, he, he also sort of helps him in a way because he, he's, I don't know who he tells, but he says, like, you should be, like, aligning yourself behind people. Is yeah, that
0: right? Yeah, Sangu. So is the childhood friend who's embezzled money. And he says what you need to do is find someone and follow them. So go yeah. right behind them. So if you're still moving yeah. slightly, she won't, the motion capture and won't see.
1: So you can see already, like, he's quite clever in that he's, he's figuring out, like, how yeah. these games work as you go. So they're kind of figuring out roles for them. And yeah. also they're kind of seeing them kind of come together because... Obviously, Ali helping our main guys, they're going to, you know, he's going to be a little bit indebted to him. Yeah. And we also see uh Sae Byuk, she takes that advice too about hiding behind. Well,
0: she's doing I it think herself. She, she's doing it so, herself.
1: But does she over here? No, Bona? I don't think oh, no. she okay. does.
0: We see that she's doing that exact same thing somewhere else in the group, but she's doing it behind this really scary gangster guy played by the actor Ho Song Tae. So this gangster guy is obviously someone she's had very bad dealings with outside, you know, in the real world and mm. potentially has... You know he's after her basically and wants to kill her um, and that's why she's hiding behind him and you get this it's very intense because there's this moment like she could push him and he could die mm. and I think she does push him but not a good moment so he survives um, but yeah it's very interesting because I think it's straight away you realize the stakes but you also realize that I guess there's all these inner workings like particularly once we we meet Sae Byuk and her gangster guy where there's players that aren't necessarily on the same side and that adds a different element to the story
1: and i think as well like i just really liked the reactions of people in that first Mm. game because that is exactly how people react like when the first person gets shot then the person who gets splattered in blood just freaks the Mm. fuck out and then it causes this mass panic so of course they start they're not you know thinking about what they're doing and then within that like first movement, I think, you know, fifty people got out or something like that, you know. So yeah. it was it was done really well. And you can just see them just trying to figure out what to do just to stay alive, you yeah. know. Um, so and it's already tense in that way. It's
0: really tense. You know? Because um, I think
1: I think like our main guy, um, like he he just just gets over the line yes. just before him the time.
0: and Ali like literally are jumping through the air at the time like yeah. they've run out of time so it's a very high stakes and it's very exciting yeah. um, so after the game they all go back into the bunk room and everyone's freaking out they all want to leave they hate it but then you know the kind of red wearing dudes come in and kind of explain how much money is at stake mm-hmm. but there's still a lot of back and forth some people want to get the fuck out others want to stay for the money and yeah. so they're told that there's a majority vote, and if the majority want to leave, the game's over. Mm-hmm. And so this was this really is, interesting this too. really unexpected, actually. Really unexpected. Yeah. I didn't think they'd have that level of choice. And yeah. then, you know, everyone lines up to vote, and I was really surprised by seeing what some of them vote yeah. because you kind of think that they're there for the long haul and you really don't expect them to vote to leave. Yeah. Um, and most of the main characters actually do vote to leave, and it is a majority, and they're all... They all go home. And yeah. I was super surprised.
1: It was really interesting as well because the old man character we were introduced to before the first game. He's kind Number of. one. He seems really yeah. gung-ho. And, he, and I was just thinking, like, because he says he's got a brain tumor as well. He's
0: about to die. So
1: I was like, oh, this guy's going to vote to stay in yeah. for sure. And I was he, so and his, surprised. And this is the last vote, isn't it? Something like uh,
0: that? I don't think. I think gi was actually the last vote. I thought. Okay. I thought, I I thought the old
1: guy that. was the last one, Oh, vote. maybe you're right. And I, I was like, oh, that. he's going to vote stay, but he doesn't.
0: Yeah, no, I and, think you're right. You're and, right. And that was really... who was uh, the first vote. You're right. Yeah,
1: it was really unexpected. So, um, and this is this is great because, well, what happens next? They basically...
0: They all go back to their normal lives. They did back. not expect it. And ah. that,
1: that I think, is the point where the show, I think, really did so well. It got so interesting. Because that yeah. is so unexpected, but it also changes the dynamic of everything now from that point on because they're released back into the world and
0: they all have to face the individual realities back in the world. And they all have these shit situations and eventually they all choose to return. Yeah. And that was a real surprise. But of course that changes the dynamics once they return, because they know what's at stake. They know the money that's at stake. And they also know that, if they lose, they die, but they're all there anyway. But
1: they're completely committed now, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, so they find out there's five more games, there's six total, so five more games they have to play. Um, but they also realise that if you do a bit of murdering in the bunk room and someone dies, then more money, every time someone dies, more money goes yeah. into the pool exactly. of weddings. Yeah. So that changes the dynamics.
1: And it's really clever, actually. Very scary, They, they like. do things in the game like, this is one part where after the game or i can't remember as, at which point but they're getting their their one of their meals fed to them and like all they give them is like a boiled egg and a bottle of Soda, a soda. Like a soda but the
0: soda is in a glass bottle, yeah.
1: But it's also they're underfeeding them too, yeah. so they're making them like really what you know, craving more food and really cranky. So, and obviously, them a some of the you know, the gangster guy and, and the little crew that's now the gangster guy's formed his own little crew, of, of mm-hmm. kind of flocked around him. They decide they're gonna just bully their way in and get more food, so they cut into the line and get more, which means there's only enough food allocated for every person there's not more excess so there's some people who don't get any food because the gangster guy's crew has taken seconds but this causes um tension and conflict between them and this is what the game runners want Mm. so they want them to have like a kind of a cull by inciting yeah. violence. Well, it's done know? so
0: cleverly because obviously, yeah. you know, someone who'd missed out on the food faces the gangsters. Yeah. And he yeah. does it because he's got the backing of, you know, the dudes in the red jumpsuits. And he thinks they'll step in, they'll, they'll, think they'll do, do, do something. something. Yeah, And so he accuses the gangster. The gangster gets angry, bashes him, and the guy happens to die. And yeah. by happens to, I mean but, the gangster bashes him. And die.
1: then you see the big piggy bank up yeah. above the room. Feels with more yeah. cash. So, so now we know exactly. if you kill someone, that's more cash that's going more into cash, the, the... And
0: the people in red, the yeah. organizers won't do anything. So it's yeah. allowed. Exactly, And then everyone, like the gangsters are like, huh. And they're waiting for lights out and everyone is then terrified. And when lights out come, like there is just an absolute terrifying massacre. Like it's yeah. intense. And this of course is, I think it's when it really pushes our little core group of characters together. Um, and when Sebyok kind of joins up with, um, you know, Gihoon because Gihoon sort of showed her a bit of empathy and was like, you know, I think they're going to kill you. You should probably come hang out with us because mm. he's a nice dude. Yeah. So
1: they 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 they're the kind of the good guys if yeah. you want to call them. Their crew starts to solidify I yeah. think after this event, yeah. Um, or during just around the time this starts kicks off because mm. they're realizing anyway. Like, look. There's gonna be like a murder fest tonight. So we, if we're gonna survive this, we're gonna to stick together. Yeah. Otherwise, we're toast. And I think that's actually it's it's very, like, I I think that is what people would do in that yeah. situation. They would just flock to people who they think they can, you know, yeah. be with or yeah. who might offer them protection. So even the 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 gangster guys' crew, of course, there's gonna be people who yeah. flock this guy because this guy's strong, yeah. like, or he's he seems ruthless at least. Yeah. So you know, people have this tendency to to, to flock towards a you know a strong you know like leader kind of character yeah. or whatever. So you can see that's a very natural thing. So I really liked how that happened, and it's obviously part too. of the game to force them into these groups. Yeah. And then as, as we see, like you know later on, you force them into groups, but then you also then once force they once they force them apart and pit them apart and and put, pit them against each other, which yes. makes it even more. I love intense, that. Like, I love
0: that all the, the the kid games that they play are. Yeah, there's an element of obviously they're games and you die if you can't achieve the task, but they're all mind games as well. So yeah, many yeah, of them exactly. are more than just just the out game. There's more going on exactly. than that and it's all designed to pit you against each other or yeah. Yeah, make you more ruthless or just... Yeah. Really push you to the edge of what exactly. you can endure. So it's very interesting on multi sort of levels. Yeah. So um, I think that's enough for the setup. But basically, you know, the games, they just go through all the games and then there's sort of a side story going on,
1: which I'll oh, probably yeah, talk that... about later. But okay, yeah. there's a
0: detective who's investigating, which was a fascinating kind of side plot, I think. Um, so yeah, I think that's enough for setup. Or um, watch it. Um, and also, yeah. now we're going to talk about some of the stuff we loved.
1: Yes, please watch it. And just erase everything that we just said about the show so you can enjoy it for free <laughs> if you haven't already watched like it. It's too <laughs>
0: So now um, we're going to talk about the stuff that we loved about Squid Game. I'm going to go first. Is that all right? No. I'm just going to go through my little dot points and then um, I asked you I to think write we should, down. No.
1: I think if we're, if we're going to decide who goes first, we should play a game of Pogs to decide.
0: <laughs> I'm not playing Pogs.
1: No? <laughs> I'm going first. Do you want to do a tug of war then?
0: No. Fuck happens no. happens in Squid Game? <laughs> fuck no. Um, all right. I'm going to get started. So one thing that I really loved about Squid Game is how it looks. Like I think the way it's shot, um, the overall aesthetic of the whole show, the music, there was some amazing, I thought like really cool musical like choices that just like really amped the tension up or like really cool and weird and interesting. There was one scene I really loved after. um, There's this mad game they have to play like on these kind of like circus ladder things over a huge space with like glass that they have to jump across. And then when they get off at the end, the survivors, you know, the glass blows up and they're, they're all like, it all goes oh, into a slow-mo. Yeah. And there's that this mad really like cool drum bit. solo. And that it's was just really like, awesome. yeah, so yeah. it's very stylish. I think mm. there's a lot of stuff going on in the way it looks yeah. and the aesthetic of it. That's very, just really great. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. So I loved that. It was
1: like this sort of like drum, like kind of almost like a, like, improv drum crescendo yeah. Yeah. thing but very circusy yeah.
0: in yeah. a way like it was all but it had a menacing cool. kind of sound very scary yeah, yeah. I really loved cool. it yeah. so it was a lot of moments that was like awesome. that that were awesome yeah. um, I really enjoyed the Gong Yu slapping cameo um, I liked that so much because I feel like that was the point that I understood something about our main character yeah. Gi Hoon that yeah. I hadn't previously understood mm. and I think they showed it you know it's like that whole thing that they say about stories is don't tell your audience you show them you make them yeah feel what it is that you want to convey you don't just tell them like so they never said to us like oh gihun main character you know his mom wasn't like you're addicted to gambling i'm so angry at you like yeah. instead they showed us what it means exactly. for she- him to be addicted in yeah. this way that it's the game itself that he's addicted yeah. to even more so than winning it's the hope of winning and i yeah. found that really fascinating and it made it so not only you can understand him and the choices he makes later, but it also gives you an understanding of the type of people that are getting targeted for this game. And everything feels very believable then, particularly later on when all the characters choose to go back, even after understanding the stakes, Mm -hmm. you realize that yes, there's a desperation. They want something. They need this money. Like they're very desperate people in in very bad situations, but not all of them, but a lot of them would also have that thing that Gi-Hoon has where he kind of wants to be there as well
1: but also i think the thing that was interesting when he goes back to the world like Mm. when they release him back his mum is quite ill as well. Yeah, she has very so,
0: bad late stage diabetes. Yes.
1: So he he has this very compelling reason to to yeah. to do this. And as, we see him
0: begging yeah. for money from his ex-wife, so like this really low humiliation moment yeah, where exactly. he's really gone as far down as he can and mm-hmm. he really feels like he doesn't have a lot to lose at this stage. Exactly. But there's also that element of his personality to oh, yeah, so just no. give him that extra edge. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I really like that. Next yeah. actually on my dot points was that I really liked the fact that after the first game they all go back to real yeah. life it really surprised me i thought once they were in the game that was it we were in the game but i think it really changes the dynamics to give them the that opportunity yeah. to leave and then exactly. choose to be there
1: exactly yeah. i thought
0: that was absolutely fascinating um i got it also of, just
1: keeps you off kilter like you don't know what to expect because yeah. I, I felt like that was just totally unexpected yeah. kind of thing yeah so, you know
0: yeah, yeah you're right it, it makes you realize it makes you feel unstable yeah. the show is unpredictable you the, don't know what's i think happen.
1: the thing when that scene happened the choosing scene i actually thought that what was going to happen like i thought it was very unexpected that came up but then i was like oh what's going to happen is they're going to have the majority is going to choose to stay but Same. and it's going to be like by one vote which is going to cause all this animosity and was so and like, sure that's what it was going to be but yeah nah, it was, i love you know. that that
0: wasn't because that is the expected thing right yeah. yeah that was absolutely what i expected to happen um, so the next thing on my list of stuff that I loved about Squid Game is the games themselves. I thought they were all really interesting. Um, yeah. They're obviously all kids' games, so they're not, you know, they're Korean kids' games, so there's nothing that well, I was familiar with. some of them are like
1: tug, tug of War. Oh, yeah, true. That's, and that's not necessarily even a kid's game. That's just true, a sort true. of a game. But it's I,
0: just a game. And
1: I guess Marbles. I don't know how I know you I actually played play.
0: Marbles. <laughs>
1: I Marbles. I owned Marbles. I, I don't know if I played.
0: you you owned a Marble? I, no, I owned several <laughs> Marbles,
1: some pretty good ones, too. Oh, really? I don't good. know how you play Marbles. Marbles, like no. Well, no one in this way. game knew how. They hey, all though, sort of I make their own rules. Like. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I think I loved the games for like what we were saying before. I felt like they all had multiple levels, and I really loved particularly like you know you get to this game which is the tug of war which really gets a solid group together they're the underdogs they win i loved all that stuff it was so interesting and it felt believable but it solidifies a group and then the next game they have to pick a partner and so they all pick a strong partner which gihun is very you know he doesn't get picked by his best mate so it's very intense and you know like psychological mind games they go into this this game as partners and realize They're not partners, they're adversaries. One of them's going to die. So there's this constant, like, you're just on your toes, you don't know what's going to happen. We
1: break them apart. So
0: the games were very, very interesting, Mm -hmm. I thought. Uh, the next thing on my list was I really loved the detective storyline. Mm. I thought that was super fascinating because through this detective, so basically what happens is um, when Gi-Hoon gets out of the game, you know, that after the first game, he goes home and he actually goes to the police and he's, like, showing them this card and he's like, what the fuck, there's a game, they kidnapped me, everyone's dead, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, you know, the police are like, uh-huh, right, go just, home, you weirdo. Yeah, he's, just, weirdo. he's, yeah, he's yeah. just, like, he's very erratic. Um, but this young detective guy's walking in at that point, he overhears and he's interested. He happens to see the card, and he's got an older brother who is missing. Um, and he's kind of like trying to find his older brother and he goes to his older brother's like, I think he's in one of those kind of like little shithole study room places, uh, that you see in a lot of dramas. And he's kind of searching through his brother's stuff and he finds a card, the exact same card that gi Hoon had. So he starts to realize something's going on. And he kind of starts following, I think, Gihoon Hoon around, and this is the point where Gihoon Hoon and all the others choose to go back into the game.
1: Oh, well, doesn't he just call the car?
0: Yeah, but then nothing happens. Oh, he does. He find out where to go. Yeah, I think
1: he finds oh, out he, where to go. Anyway, I don't because really he, remember
0: how, but he ends up. Oh, following... Oh no, no, no!
1: Yeah, I think you're, no. I think what you you're right. He yeah, follows, I think he's just following. He Ge-hun. follows Gihoon Hoon, and then he follows the car that yeah. picks up Gihoon Hoon, and okay. he actually then um, sneaks onto the little ferry that yeah, takes him onto takes him away. Yeah. And this is actually really interesting. So he sneaks onto the ferry and then he hides in one of the cars. Mm-hmm. But during the ferry trip. He pretends
0: to be unconscious. Yes. Yeah,
1: the the actual the red guards, they scan every person that's there to verify their identity or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like pretending to be asleep in his car, but he mm-hmm. knows when he gets scanned that it's not gonna be verified. So the guard who scans him is like, hang on, what's going on here? This isn't working. And he literally just chokes this guy out and throws him in the yeah. water, and that was—I thought that was so intense. But I was like, this guy is not fucking around. Like, I've actually, you know, yeah, I that totally was brutal. Agree. Like, he literally just killed this dude. He
0: doesn't know who he is. Who doesn't he doesn't know, know if he's good or bad. He doesn't, he doesn't know, know what's going. If he's on. being
1: coerced to do this, um, he doesn't know what this person mm-hmm. is. But he literally just kills this guy and just moves on and he on. takes he takes the guy's suit and that's how he actually that's manages how he to into, the
0: squid game yeah. I actually had that exact same thing on my list of stuff that I love like I think that that moment so um, I forgot to say the detective is played by the actor Weeha Jun, who's the guy from um, second male lead of romance is a bonus book um, I really like that moment where he you know he does he, he kills that guy because I think, again, it kind of shows you... Or it just changes the stakes of the story, I think, yeah. on how far he's willing to go. And I found that a really fascinating thing because I wasn't sure he was going to do that. Mm. And when he does, you're like, oh, it was unexpected.
1: Yeah, I think he kills a couple more
0: people. He does even, well, well like, after yeah. that, you're yes. not so shocked, I yeah. guess. Um, but I really liked his whole thing because I think it gives you an insight into the inner workings of this Squid Game place, which is on a mad island somewhere off yeah. Korea um and the whole facility and you start to see behind the scenes and you know the rooms where these guys are living and how they're interacting and it's really fun but it's also really scary because he's you know it's very life or death
1: and also we see like you know the insight with like the vip so these are the people who are paying to watch this yeah and they have been watching monitoring it like uh, remotely until a certain point and as the games have progressed they've actually come now. so it's implied that they're these like billionaires or something, billionaires. you know, um, which is quite creepy. And you're like, "Ooh, does that kind of stuff go on?" Who I knows? reckon it does. I Who mean, knows? maybe not a
0: Squid Game specifically, but I reckon What's if you've got up
1: to- <laughs> oh my running gosh. a few Squid Games, but
0: seriously, there might. Mu- I mean, people are fucked up like all the time, True. and if obviously some people with a lot of money who have maybe mm. sampled everything they could want out of life because they can afford it. Yeah. But I still feel like something's missing. Who knows? We well,
1: you know what? I mean, they, not
0: everyone's going to be like that, but
1: probably, there's bad
0: people everywhere. They
1: should probably just invest in some pogs. Play that.
0: You think that would solve That is the, the most wholesome
1: game. And I think if you're a bored billionaire, <laughs> play a few games of pogs, you and might you'll actually find It'll a bit, solve of, your bit of joy in life again. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here first. So, what is Ed? I think. Sure. (laughs) Um, So I really liked that whole storyline. I found it very tense and exciting. And you know, he's he's the detective's whole thing is he's trying to find his brother, Mm. um, who we presume is a player that's dead. But at some point, you know, throughout, um, the detective actually finds some paperwork that he finds out his brother was in an earlier game. Yeah. This is the point where we realize there's been multiple games and his brother won. They've been going for
1: since the 80s. apparently. Yeah,
0: that's right. They've been yeah. going for a long time.
1: Which is quite horrific if you think about it. There's <laughs> a lot of people have died in these games. Like...
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Which is interesting, though, because that would mean there's a lot of people every year that are going missing. Right.
0: Absolutely, but also, if you think of the type of people they're picking, they're picking so, like, potentially, um, you know, foreign workers, they're picking so, people yeah. owing a lot of money, people on the run from police, yeah. North Korean you know, refugees, like, yeah, they're true, people true, that true. you might not notice are missing for a very long time and be able to connect it all to one big Still ton. don't,
1: and I wonder if they will follow it because I, I, I feel like this is going to be a second season kind of thing, like, it looks... it was
0: Well... Apparently everyone's talking about that because it's doing so well. Um, but I just read a little quote that the director said, and basically he said he was so stressed while making season one that he lost six of his teeth. He didn't sleep and heck? he nearly died, and he doesn't want to think about season two right now because oh it was gosh. too much stress for him. Wow! But I'm sure Netflix is going to offer him so much money that he we'll might buy, have. A, we'll buy a you as break. many teeth as you want. Yeah. Well, he yeah. said <laughs> he says if he does season two right now, he'll have to get dentures. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like he needs a break, poor okay. man.
1: Well, I, I, well. Hopefully, so he was a writer. Hopefully, I season think. two happens, um, and hopefully, he does it because he did a really good job. He did a great and job. hopefully, he can do it and maintain obviously his a passion
0: project. Yeah. Right? Um, very. He was obviously very invested.
1: I think that like it'd be interesting to see, to follow that up because if you think about it, like even the kind of people who who might go missing, it's still a lot of people mm. go missing, and then it, like anyone who looks at like when they went missing. Mm they would see patterns. patterns in the times that these people are all disappearing. Yeah, there's a
0: lot to you know? explore, I think, in the lore of the world that they've created. Yeah. There's a lot, yeah. and I mean, that's and the they whole might, point. And the thing the is, with through.
1: this this story, it doesn't seem like they might even explore any of that, which is fine. I don't mind if you don't go into everything. Yeah. I just like the potential of like, ooh, they can look yeah. at that, you know?
0: Yeah, I totally but, agree. Um, I also have on my list of stuff that I loved, I just really liked all the characters. I found everything really unpredictable. I even really loved... The characters that i hated so you know obviously you hate the gangster there's a woman oh, he's, called, great in um, though. Exactly, he's, he's great exactly he's hate great he's him, but he's messing things up for antagonist. everyone like, like yeah, he's, he's such a good, he's antagonist. So good yeah the other sort of half antagonist half not is this woman called um, mino who's yeah. incredibly unpredictable again you know i don't like her but i loved but, her but that's
1: what you want people who are unpredictable yeah. and potentially dangerous yeah because just to get through the games intact, like, you think, oh, let's all just be working for each other. But having people but of working course against that's you. that's
0: not how people work. You know, they
1: can barely even sleep yeah. at night because they don't know if they're going to get shanked yeah. or something like that, you know, so.
0: I thought the old shank. <laughs> like, yeah. True. Yeah. Um, I thought the old man was an amazing character. Oh. Like, you just keep guessing he's very odd um very interesting i also really liked sangu the childhood friend who'd done so well at you know seoul national university he's calculating and he makes some decisions very early on to kind of throw everyone under the bus which i found fascinating and interesting um and i wanted to ask you g who is your favorite character slash characters
1: oh that's very hard i mean uh like i think gihun is great i think he, he just just a fantastic performance all around mm. from him, and and someone, yeah, I, I obviously like him a lot as a character. Um, I I liked a bit of everyone, really. Um, I really liked. Um, I actually really liked the old man. Yeah. Um, is, is this on for things that I like now, or what are we doing?
0: I was just asking. you if Okay, there were yeah, and I, then yeah, the I, I like, like I
1: like the old man um, for reasons I'll talk about and stuff that I liked. Um, the gangster I thought was fantastic, just to just to cause so much issues.
0: Yeah, um, the detective
1: shot. guy was fantastic. Uh, Meet what is Mino. Mignot. she was great as well, unpredictable. I really liked how you know, she
0: kept swapping sides. She kept
1: swapping sides. She was just looking out for herself. But at the same time, I kind of liked her more than the gangster because like, she was just doing what she could to survive, you know? Yeah. Um, but she also had, I think it was interesting because the game attracts people who are desperate, Mm -hmm. but I think I made a mistake when I said without dignity, I think she had that. uh, She had a lot of like character in that sense that like, you know, when she gets spurned by this gangster girl, which she does, Mm -hmm. um, She's really, you're
0: right. Like,
1: she's got pride. She's got this. pride, and she 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 takes that to the to the end. She takes him down. She she tells him that she's gonna make sure she kills him, and,
0: and she um, does
1: alert, she fuck does. And, and does. I was like, fuck yeah! When she did yeah. that, I was like, oh yeah, you know, and not for her, but if she's gonna do anything, right? she she did, and it did feel believable because it built it didn't that
0: feel silly really, or like, exactly. Why would she sacrifice? It, it built like, that resentment
1: yeah. over time, mm-hmm. and when it, and when she did that, it was like yeah, and it was kind of satisfying in a way, That's and it also it was probably the most like the best way to end those characters in that thing you know yeah. rather than have him get all the way to, to the end and be a kind of problem because yeah. it's, it's actually more interesting that the very end characters that were left with in the final game barely is, any well it's gi and it's Sang-yu
0: Sang-yu and, yeah. and it's like the two and childhood friends who
1: are kind of pitted against each other and it's also like you know with Sang is it
0: Sang- Sang-yu Sang-yu
1: he, he you've seen him just become more and more ruthless and more yeah conniving yeah. to, to to fuck over people that really are really ruthless like actually trust him and and that's why it becomes it's a more interesting final game it really because is. it's like he's so brutal to these people who actually have personal connections from yeah. there and it would have been bad if it was the gangster was involved there i think that, at that
0: yeah you don't need that you don't need that at, at that, that point. point yeah but also you're right they kill them off at a point where you don't expect it's still i felt like even though you know there's so many deaths in this i kept feeling like every death Came earlier than I expected. So mm. there's still this unpredictableness to yeah. everything that happens because I think of just the timing of it. Yeah. Which I really loved. It's your turn. What else did you love?
1: Oh, okay. What did I love? Um, okay. So, okay. So, one of the things I loved about the reason I said I love the old guy was because I love to, when I watch things, to see patterns and things and try and guess what's going to happen. And I guessed from like, I think the second episode or something, or even the first. I feel like the first, as soon
0: was, as he said, oh, I've got a tumor, you were like, yeah, he did it. He's the one, did it Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was him.
1: And because there was a couple of things. He has the tumor, he's this old guy, and he's player number one, right? Yeah. So I had this theory going from episode one that he was the one who was the mastermind behind this whole game. Mm. And I wasn't sure for a bit until we got to the episode where they had that um, that nighttime uh-huh. fighting. No, the nighttime oh. fighting And that's when I was like, no, he's the one, because what we see happening is everyone's killing each other, right? And he's just sort of disappeared at this point. And they're they're trying to find him in the midst of this massacre that's going on. And then all of a sudden, he's at the very top of this one bunk, and he's screaming that he's really frightened and that we should all stop or whatever. And the front man is watching the feed of this and that's when he decides to put the lights back yeah. on. And that's when I was like, nah, it's got to be him. Yeah, it's got to yeah, be Yeah, I this remember you were like, that's yeah. a signal. He's a in signal. charge. He's, a, he's in charge. That's a signal yeah. to stop. Um, and then I was sort of like holding onto that theory for a bit. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It's, it's happening, isn't it? And it was confirmed in the marble game for me, which that he is up against uh, Gi-hun in the marble game. And actually, that's one of the other things I really liked. That particular episode, there's two games that I loved. The marble game and the the tug of war yeah me too, every, every game the was fantastic but the, those two games are the ones that were so intense i think in what they were doing so in the marble game you know like you mentioned before everyone has to choose a partner they think they're choosing a partner who's going to work with them to play the game but what they've chosen is an adversary and Gihun is paired up with this old guy he chooses him maybe thinking that he's, he can maybe help protect him but now he actually has to play marbles against him and the person who wins or the person who loses Does. dies that's it yeah and in that episode, we see that you know they, they decide to play a version of the marble game where I think a lot of them are playing this version where they have to pick a couple of marbles in their hands and they have to guess the number, odd the or even, mm. that the person has. And if
0: you pick the wrong one, you lose the marbles. The marbles yeah.
1: that you bet. And the old guy is winning really well, mm. and Gihun is obviously like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna die." And then he realizes that the old guy says something like, you know, he he, he does one round where he, he's basically almost taken every marble that Gihun mm-hmm. has, he wins. And, he, and he wins the game. He's close to winning. He has one. No, no. no Gi-hun has one marble left.
0: But he actually wins that round. Oh, he does. And then he the wins guy's like, the game. Oh, one. actually, did you say even or odd? And then Gehun changes his yeah. answer. because throughout
1: the the you know the show, the old guy has been sort of like... he
0: flicks in and out of lucidity.
1: Lucidity, and I don't know how much of that is real or not. I, I think some of it's real. I think some of no, no, some of it's not as some well. Some of it's not because he he does that, and then Gehun exploits him basically, and yeah. he takes advantage of the fact that this old guy has. sort of um, patchy memory Mm. and he he does it to to actually win the game even though he's lost and just before he wins the last marble off the old guy
0: well, he freaks out at the old guy because the yeah. old guy was not playing the last yeah. round and the time's running and, and out and he's like, we got to play, we got to exactly. play. Exactly. And this is the
1: other point where I was like, oh, he's definitely the mastermind behind the thing because he's walking around this environment they've set up in a marble game, which is basically like a kind of a mock-up neighborhood. But all like these an little, old
0: school, old school neighborhood. neighborhood. And though.
1: he keeps talking about how it reminds him of like the streets it's where he, he used up. to grew up and where his, and his, him and his family lived. And I'm like, oh, it's got to be him. But he, he, he obviously freaking out because they're running out of time and he needs to play another round to win this last marble off the guy so he can survive. And the guy says to him, like, you know, so I can't remember exactly what it says, but he says something like, you know, um, you, know you know, how could you, you know, exploit an old man's, uh, you know, memory or convince yeah. an old man that. Yeah, you know, he... What does he
0: say? Oh, I don't know exactly. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much he calls Gihoon out. He calls him out, out for doing it because Because he... I think Gihoon's having a go at him. Yeah. Or like he's about to, Gihoon's about to die. They're both about to die. Yeah. And the old man kind of just calls him out and he's like, But you, this is what you did. Yeah. And I really liked it because Gihoon is the nice one. He's the one that doesn't hurt other people. He doesn't, you know, do violence against other people. That's yeah. his thing. But there is this point where to survive here, he lies. Yeah. And. You see the shame on his he's face. He's very and that, Like, he is horrified yeah. at himself so, for doing yeah. it. And he walks away and we hear the gunshot. But and that's it. Made. And I,
1: I really like that because that's, it's like what you said about the, the first episode where we see the him. Slapping the slapping The slapping thing. You. We just learned this thing about him. It's like, you know, he is, we, 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 we learned to like him a lot, gi in, in the show. Mm. But he, he's just a normal person and he wants to alive yeah. And he, he does that thing That's really terrible, and he feels terrible about it, but he doesn't. But yeah, and you can imagine like most people in that situation, they might like everyone wants to think they do the, the right thing, but I think a lot of people in that situation Especially, will probably
0: not. And this is a horrible thing to say, but you know, Gi is a lot younger. This is exactly. a very old man, close to death. Exactly. You know, he's dying anyway. So, you why, know. you know, it's almost set up for Gi to do this, and you know, it is set up. It this is. old man is the yeah. mastermind, and he is playing with people yeah. that's what he's and doing and then
1: in the end the old guy actually gives him the marble he says here you up yeah. because he says you're my uh what that, that doesn't i think it's work. like
0: gungbu or gungbu or which is
1: it's, apparently it's kind of like a, a friend who's like a term. a marble buddy it's basically. like a,
0: a neighborhood best friend, friend. but like around marbles as
1: well like i think it was no around. he said, it, said something to do it like i thought it was about, just
0: someone who has your back in the neighborhood but i
1: think he said it actually had something to really do with really the marbles anyway really um so so yeah, so when we don't when we don't see him get shot on screen, I was like, it's gotta be him. That's it definitely and it turned out to be him. So I was I really liked all of that. I thought that was fantastic. Me too. Um uh I like the tension in the games. Mm. So the tug of war game is an amazing example of that. So when we realise I think it was the, the games at first you kinda of think, oh they're all just gonna play these games where they're gonna be exposed to things that can kill them. But I think with the tug of war game you realise like they're playing against each other as well. They're not Mm. all just playing in an open field, you know? So that's the game where, and you can see, like the first example of the of War game, there's two teams of people that we don't really know. There's 10 on each team. So the team that wins... Or the team that loses, all ten of them are going to die. Yeah, and it's a really brutal game when you think about it because you really have to you're kill them of, half of everyone. They, but you physically have to drag yeah. these people off, off a platform so that they fall to their death. So it's not—it's yeah. not like something where your hands are really clean or something like that. Yeah, it's so you know, true. It's not you're, you're doing it. You're doing you do it, it. You know, so I thought that was really. But they intense. have to do it they or ha- they die. They have to so do it. So there's no choice. There's no choice. So it's this weird tension where it's like these people who obviously don't want to kill ten other people. Mm. But they have to do it because if they don't pull on that thing, they will be pulled to yeah. their debt. And I like that. And then also, also this is where we see the the kind of good guys team come together where they, they're they at a disadvantage because everyone who's gone around picking teams. Oh, and also there's a little storyline in there. There's a there's a kind of a subplot where there's a, there's a player who's a doctor who is actually working alongside uh, some of the guards in secret to harvest organs from the bodies of people who have been killed in the game and what he gets in return for doing that is a tip-off as to what the next game is so he's told the gangster guy what that's going to be tug of war so the gangster guy has gone and picked all the biggest men that he could find mm-hmm. um thinking that okay well i guess strength the strength of these guys is going to give them an advantage and it does, um, and it, does. it does and you see other teams where they they, they haven't got a, a stronger looking team where they're losing mm-hmm. so our team our good guys team we're like well you know and one of the guys is like an 80 year old dude. like and you And know, there's
0: like three very like much smaller women. Like they're tough, but yeah. they're much smaller than a lot of the dudes.
1: But it's really interesting because what happens is the old guy, because he, you know, at this point he hasn't given away that he's the mastermind, but he's like, oh. He's really risking
0: to, his life in to, this game. He used to
1: play tug of war all the time as a kid and I've got all the strategy. So he tells them what to do and he tells them I how, to, how to, to maximize their chances of winning. I know? loved
0: it the most because the old guy's like, all right, I've got some strategy. And I'm like, Fuck that. There's no strategy. Yeah, like, you, you guys pull. are up against these big dudes. There's yeah. no way. You just pull and you're going to die. Yeah, you're yeah, all going to die. Yeah. I'm like, this is silly. And then he tells the strategy. And, and you're, you're like, like that oh, so that much actually it. makes sense. So you get
1: your strongest person the back. So that's Ali. And Ali's been hinted at as a strong because he was able to hold up, mm. um, you know, Gihun at the start, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then you get someone who's a kind of a leader calling out directions. And then when you start, because you might not be the strongest team, you start by pulling the rope as hard as you can and just holding a pull mm. um and that's going to disorientate the team who's trying to pull against you and then you do you know so it's really great and they, they 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 win the game it's really fantastic so i thought that episode like was really cool the marble episode was just like heartbreaking and that's yeah, in so many different ways because they brought this crew together but now they've all had to pit up and they have all these different
0: pairs who are yeah. all one of them's gonna die so there's yeah. a lot going on there that's yeah. very painful and
1: you watch. see like sang like this is when He's he is. We already know that, that he's he ruthless. he's ruthless. He's better win. He really does it, and he and he completely fucks Ali over. He's about to lose. Like, like, like Ali completely Ali fucks him wins. over.
0: Yeah, and Ali then wins. Yeah, Sangu preys on the fact that Ali is a kind trust him. and he person trusts him. Who trusts him? Yeah. Who he's formed a bond with this and, man. And
1: they have formed. They've actually
0: they've become they, they show
1: that relationship develop from the very start of the show onwards. Yeah. Where Ali like. Looks calls, up to he it.
0: calls he calls Sung U like his older brother. Yeah, like they've they've formed exactly. a proper friendship. Mm. And um, then Sangi fucks him over, and fucks him Ali over, yeah. dies because yeah. he trusts him, and it's very heartbreaking.
1: Exactly. To watch. Um, so yeah, we see that happen in the pairs. And I th-
0: my other favorite one was oh. the two women. Yes, so that was great. And yeah. um, Sebiok has like kind. You know, you get the impression this girl is very solitary. She has no friends. She has no family, like other than her little brother. So she's yeah. very rely only on herself. But she sort of makes a friend, um, sort of like a tentative sort of connection with this mm-hmm. other very young woman who's in the game, played by an actress Mi. Um, and Yu Mi, I've seen before in um, I've just watched a few episodes of three Six Five Repeat the Year with Nam Ji Hyun, and Yu Mi was one of the characters in that. So I recognized her. Mm. Um, and I thought they this whole scene was amazing. Just both of them share good. their stories and it it's heartbreaking. Good. And then they play a game at the very last few minutes. and basically, this new girl lets herself die because she thinks that, I mean, they both have horrible backstories, but this girl feels like she has no hope. She has nothing on the outside, but she feels like Sebyonk has something to return to and a reason to have that money.
1: But it's interesting because the way they talk to each other, it's kind of like if they both got out of their life, they could be friends and they could have... Yeah, and
0: that's what's so sad. You feel like they had finally maybe formed a connection with another human being, which both of them have not experienced. Like they found the thing that could have saved them in this moment where one of them is destined to Actually,
1: you know what, thinking about the whole show, I think one of the really interesting things that it does is that because they're pitted in games against each other and with each other alongside and against each other, it kind of captures that feeling of childhood where everything seems very important and the mm-hmm. friendships you make yeah. are like
0: life and death. Life
1: and death are just forever. Like, mm. you know, just that feeling of like when you're a kid and you're playing like, you know, some sport or some game or something, and like when you win with your team, it's like the best feeling. It's like family. And you or feel family, like yeah. you're just connected in this way that could never be broken or yeah. never, you could never drift but apart. But at the same time, like when
0: you're at that age, you have these huge falling outs as well. Like, True. because when you have problems they're huge, they're huge you know so, causing yeah. massive riffs yeah so yeah you're right it's this very like heightened sort of emotional yeah um experience for all these players yeah um that's it for me for stuff i loved yeah. What about you
1: uh i think i like a lot There's of more, a lot of the same stuff that you said i think well, did you do, is there anything you didn't love
0: uh well that's the next section okay <laughs> Okay, so now we're just gonna move on to some stuff that I didn't love quite as much about Squid Game. I actually really love Squid Game, so I don't know. There wasn't really anything I didn't like about it, to be honest. Um. Yeah, you have to really nitpick. You gotta really nitpick. I feel like if I'm gonna nitpick, that I didn't love the majority of the first episode as much as I loved the show once we got stuck into the game. Mm. I think from the point of like that slapping game, like the Gong Yu cameo onwards, I was obsessed. But I think the start, um I didn't mind it, and this is me nitpicking, but I wasn't as invested when we first just kind of were following Gi-hoon around as he does his thing. Um but then I feel like everything just upped a yeah. level became so tight. It became such an interesting, tightly written show after that point. Do, that you, was just personal. do you
1: think like it's one of those things though that in retrospect, all that stuff is actually more meaningful.
0: Very interesting. Um, and I think I think you're right. That's actually probably quite true because would I have sunk into the show once it gets going? Like it really is breakneck speed once mm-hmm. the game starts. From then onwards, there's so much going on with so many people that maybe that slower beginning just focused in on Gi-hun sort of running around the town was a good place to the have foundation. that slower beginning to create the foundation. I just feel like it wasn't as splashy an opening as the rest of the show actually is. Mm-hmm. So when I think of the show, I don't like that part as much, but perhaps it was a necessary beginning that actually yeah works mm. as a foundation. I yeah. don't know. Mm. Um, I've also written on my list red hair question mark oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so i'm gonna say that actually i think i loved it but it was really fucking weird so at the very end um Gi what Gi-hun, are your the theories
1: does anyone i haven't
0: looked up the sorry, theories sorry. well i actually love the moment that he gets his red hair so basically gihoon he wins the whole game um but everything's fucked everyone's dead he has so much money in an account that it's insane but he gets home there's this scene that fucking killed me i felt so upset which is when gihun gets back to his little house he finds out he's, no one's talked to his mum for days and you realize his mum has collapsed and died in the room and no one has even known for yeah. days so he essentially wasn't all of it was for nothing it was for nothing and this moment when he comes home and he finds her dead and he's crying over her it just like it is heartbreaking i found it so sad um and then we flash forward a year and he's basically just living as You know, just homeless. He seems homeless. Yeah, Yeah, he's got nothing. Um, He hasn't touched the money um, at all. And he's just living, you know, he's like really hairy and stuff. And then um, all this stuff happens, whatever. But he goes to a hairdresser. He decides to use the money, basically. And he goes to a hairdresser, and he's still like just a zombie. He's like in shock. He's so unhappy. And he looks at the wall, and there's this really old, like, is it from the '90s? And it's like it looks a, pretty '90s. A, it looks like a woman, a white woman from yeah. the '90s with yeah. like the maddest red emo hair I've ever seen. And he, he just looks at it. And then the next thing, he's walking out of the hairdresser with mad red hair. Yeah. I think I loved it, but it was weird. Um, but I kinda liked it. The moment when he looks at that weird picture, I was like, All right. I kinda feel go. like it
1: was just sort of, you know, almost like, you know, they've come back to the real world. He's really traumatized from yeah. all of this. Um, and that's why he can't do anything. Yeah. And, and when he does try and to I, do it, and he I doesn't I think it's wrong. like no no, I just think it's just that
0: a representation.
1: No, even just that he's back in the real world and then it's just that that red it's just that gives you that sense of that heightened reality that you get when you're inside ah. the game. Because otherwise, maybe it's he just, it's hasn't too fully dreary.
0: Left.
1: It's too dreary, so there's still some. He's got a little bit of something in him. He's kind of rekindled his fire, but it's represented with that It's vibrant, that connection
0: to the weirdness and the vi- vibrance a, yeah. and the childishness it, of the game? Maybe. Yeah,
1: something like that. You know, that's so, kind of fun. I yeah, like because that. otherwise, it's just too. Every the palette is so bleak mm. that it doesn't. It, it doesn't suggest that kind of like um, the kind of I don't know, uh, not excitement, but like the the vigor of having to do something, Mm. you know, because when we were introduced to that very bleak looking Mm. set career, right? It's initially at the start when his life is just almost at the rock bottom. You're right; it goes so So, vibrant, yeah. In the middle, exactly. So it's like it's kind of like he's lit up again with a bit of something to do. And he's
0: carried something. Maybe he learned in that time through with him some sort of firelight. And and also,
1: maybe it's I, I kind of think it's also like a representation that, like, it's kind of like he is been scarred by this thing but and he's choosing to own it but it's it's so visible because it's, you know what i mean like it's, yeah. it's it's not something that he can ever get past now like because it's mm. changed him fundamentally i
0: like that you know lot. so
1: but it's marked him visually mm. almost like you know yeah i
0: think that's a great explanation i'm gonna go with that i agree um something i didn't love was that you guessed mm. that the old man was the culprit <laughs> immediately <laughs> thus spoiling it for me immediately and i never would have guessed i would have been really shocked
1: Oh, but we know there was still a bit of, like, uh, uncertainty.
0: I don't know if I would have guessed until probably the point where he dies, dies little umas with my fingers, dies off screen. And then whatever they are, (laughs) little little finger bunnies. And then, um, you know, you see the back of, you sort of see a dude sitting like a rich guy who, you know, is in charge and you see him put on or take off this mad, like jeweled rabbit mask. And that's the point I would have guessed, but I probably wouldn't have guessed till then. And that was like episode eight. So I was kind of, frustrated yes, thanks yeah thanks for that oh sorry <laughs> that's all right um, like it. yeah it's annoying because you're really good at picking these kind of plots which i i'm more likely to just watch the show and <laughs> <laughs> enjoy it when it tells me anyway uh this is sort of my—it's not really stuff I didn't love, and I already talked about it. I just really liked that the marble scene with the two young women and that whole thing, but it hurt. It, I found it really, really sad. But I loved it. But I kind of hated it because it was so sad. But it was great. Yeah. Um, I didn't love that when Gi-hun wins all that money. You know, the last scene that he has yeah. with sebyeok byeok is dying of a glass. Thing in her belly, and she's like, "Hey, Gihun, do you want to like use look all the money win brother. to look after my little brother, who's really fucked and has no family?" Mm-hmm. And he's just like, "Shh, don't even say that." And then the next second, like Sangwoo's come and slit her throat, which is fucking charming, of course. And then he wins, so Gihun wins, and it's a year later. And look, I know he doesn't. I kind of like the fact that he doesn't want to touch the money. That he's so. Fucked up that he can't even touch it. But also I feel like he should have done what mm. poor bloody dead Sebok asked him to and um gone and got I her used, little brother. He's, nah,
1: he's too he was too fucked he up. He was though. too fucked.
0: And until like, he gets his red hair, then he goes and he does. Yeah. He goes to get the little boy and he puts the little boy with Sangu's mum yeah. and gives I think them a shit. If ton his
1: mum hadn't died? Like when he got back. I think so. I think right. maybe he You're would have, right. he, but he, he is just completely beyond rock yeah. bottom. Like he, so he's true. done all this stuff and literally the one thing that he could have done, which is look after his mom, he didn't.
0: And I think and the fact so that he would it have, have been there, yeah. that she would have died and lay on the floor for days, would yeah. have fucked him up in such an intense way yeah. that he wouldn't want to touch the money because the money was what he was doing instead of being with his mom. Exactly. So, so that's it. Much. Like yeah. I kind of, like, I love all that. That makes so much sense. But I felt sorry for Savjok, who would not give a shit about at that. Least he, and did, he, he does it in the end.
1: Though he does, yeah. he does, and he gives actually half of the money. Mm. He actually gives to Sangwoo's mum, right? Um, so that's good, which
0: I liked as yeah. well because you see Sangwoo's mum very much so fussing over, and you know she's had a hard time because her son is missing. No mm. one knows where he is, um, and I liked seeing her fuss over the boy because you feel like. They might not be okay, but they'll survive. Yeah. And they've got security now to yeah. do so. And you can see that she'll offer this kid love, which yeah. is a big deal. Uh, so, what else have I got? I can't read my writing. Oh, so i loved the end scene we get this scene where Gi-hun kind of gets picked up off the street when he's in his homeless you know just fucked up stage and he gets brought to this or he gets told to go to this mad tower to see his gungu or gungbu or whatever it was which is his yeah. neighborhood marble mate yeah which is the old guy who he thinks is dead but the old guy is not dead but he is dying and he's in a hospital bed in this like very you know huge empty office floor basically right next to a window. It's snowing, it's Christmas Eve or it's New Year's Eve or some shit, I don't know. And the old guy I really like their whole conversation. The old amazing. guy basically says you like betting on horses I this is the same. Yeah. And that's what he says. Yeah. And Gihoon's Hoon's yeah. like, I'm not a fucking horse, which is basically where that goes. But they have this bet where we've got like this very cynical old man and the things that he's done and he's looking down on the street it's snowing he says there's a man down there who's very drunk he seems to be very drunk and he's been there for hours and everyone just walks by no one helps and they've got like maybe 15 minutes till midnight and he's like if someone helps him before midnight then it's like there's still hope in the world and Gi-hun has obviously lost so much of his hope and his faith in people mm. but then he takes the opposite side and Gi-hun's like no like I want to believe that people are good so they have this 15 minute countdown like will someone stop and help this guy or is he gonna freeze to death and I loved it but I was also like Gihun why don't you go down there and help this guy or get a mobile phone and call the police and do Mm -hmm. it yourself and be the hope be the one who and that's what I thought was gonna happen the whole time I watched it I was like he's gonna go down and help um and then that's still winning the bet someone helped it was him yeah He's the hope in the world, but anyway, I didn't mind it because someone does help the old guy. But if someone hadn't helped the old guy, I would you be like, Gihoon, you let that dude really, die." That's
1: such an interesting insight about that. And I actually, you know, what's very interesting that that shows is that you know the guy says, you know, you bet on horses, I bet on people, mm. and Gihoon's like, "I'm not a fucking horse. We're not horses. You can't do this." Mm. But he participates in betting on someone,
0: and he doesn't go Who could go die? Who yeah. could die. Yeah.
1: and you can see how easily someone could do that. But this is this guy who's like a you know mega rich person. Mm. You know, basically says that you know he he it be, became so dissatisfied with life because he had everything that money could buy, but could never get the thing he wanted. More. Like he, he he got everything he wanted, so he always wanted more, but there, mm. there was nothing there to satisfy that. Yeah. So him and some other rich people get together and they they think of they this idea this to to create this game, like and and you know you just you think it's like it's horrifying and it is. It's a horrifying concept, like to put people through that mm. and how you could think of people like that and not have any empathy, but obviously they've gone past that point where, you know, they're thinking of them as horses and they're mm. thinking of them as, you know, the people who win as being, you know, getting all these great opportunities. Mm. And maybe they even think the people who lost, well, they had nothing to live for anyway. So, yeah. you know, so oh, they, so they do all this like mental gymnastics consent, right? to so yeah, they do they all...
0: give these people a choice. No one's there that didn't want yeah. to choose to be there and as the, well. And they
1: do all this sort of like in you know, the people running mm. the game, do this mental gymnastics to convince themselves and justify that it's okay. That it's just so the same So the, they're not courses. even evil, they've just sort of warped mm-hmm. their perception of the world. But you can see, in that moment, gi actually does participate in something very yeah. similar. He, because he is so, like, wanting to prove to this guy that, you know, this is wrong, he participates yeah. in a game that's, well, that's based on something That's what I was like, why doesn't watch, he just say, you know? no, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to play this stupid game with you. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I find that really interesting too. Um... It wasn't something that I hated. I just had to put it on one of these lists. I really liked that whole scene. I thought it was great. Yeah, it, it was, was really that interesting. That was like,
1: in, intensely yeah, good. I, I thought. thought so too. Yeah.
0: Um, I also really liked just the change in Gi-hoon from the start to the end. Like his growth and his change yeah. is immense. Um, on my list, I really hated getting spoiled on Instagram that oh, the geez. actor Lee byung Hun was behind, you know, the big bad masked guy who was in charge of everything. His name is Frontman. Mm. And turns out, of course, to be the detective's older missing brother. And I saw a still on the fucking internet, which was these two men looking at each other. And the detective had like that look in his face that he looked really like he was going to cry and was really shocked and upset. And I'm like, oh, so fucking Ebyon-hyun is behind the mask and is clearly his brother. Yeah. So that was very annoying. Um, and I didn't tell you about it so that I won't spoil you. you. Thank you. No worries. <laughs> and next on my list of stuff that was weird is... I've written English-speaking actors Stryker, Oh, yeah, that's on my which list is, as um, well. the VIP dudes. I Ooh, loved it because they're opulent. Rough. They were weird. The stu- they were just like... Yeah. There was a seediness to it all that I thought was weird and great and suited these kind of crazy people. But I feel that Lee, the actor Lee byung and the actor, whatever his name is, was, was his name? Woo Ji-hoon? Wah Ji-hoon? What's this dude's name? Uh, oh, Lee Ha-joon. The actor Lee yeah. Ha-joon both acted in their scene speaking English better than as a second language, better than these sure. guys, I think, actors speaking English in their first Well,
1: language. I think the, <laughs> I, this is where our, our don't like lists overlap <laughs> I think.
0: The, I didn't really mind the, it to be honest. I I've know, seen way worse. The in guy, yeah. The guys they English got speaking people. like,
1: it sounded like really bad video game dialogue, the way <laughs> they talked. like just so over the top. And I'm like, surely like because to me it almost seemed like they could act but like they were purposely doing that that, but do
0: you think there's something about maybe if the script has been written by somebody who english is their second language and they've written the english words that that's why it's a kind of um an awkward script when it's in english that is harder for maybe people to sound natural i don't know though
1: there was something about the tone that they used as well. Like, all of them did it. It was just really
0: bad. <laughs> I was okay with it all, because it added to the weirdness. Like, there was an element of weirdness, but also, I've seen way yeah, worse okay. in K-dramas with, like, no, white actors but they, being insane. I think <laughs> they got away
1: with it because, yeah, they're wearing these masks. Yes. They're in this opulent room with, like, people painted, like, yeah, snakes Yeah, it's all very shit. distracting. So, you're kind of like, okay, look, yeah. these are fucking weird people anyway. Yeah. Like. So, so, if they
0: speak weird, it's because they're weird billionaires that are yeah, weird, you know, not because they're bad actors. Maybe that's <laughs> what
1: Jeff Bezos actually the <laughs> like, you know um,
0: oh, <laughs> i'm just imagining this is say. what he must
1: do like in his spare oh, time oh no i'm yeah. sure he
0: hasn't i don't, no, i mean no i, I be... think
1: he probably does that <laughs> i said he probably just gets amazon workers and just throws them in a pit and tells them to fight to the
0: death <laughs> <laughs> um i do think that we had who didn't have to speak much english but he did a very good job and ebyon khan is obviously he does a lot of acting in english so i think he was very good mm. He did heaps, of... because he was from Mister Sunshine. He had to do heaps of talking in English and that. And he's. I just think it must be so hard, you know. Like I think acting must be so hard. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not an actor. I think it looks really hard. But then, like acting in a in a hard. language that isn't your first language, like yeah. how fucking hard is that to know how to how to act it out and or inflect the and right way. that it actually or... comes
1: across in the way that you're. Hoping yeah. For too, yeah, so that's
0: why I'm always very impressed when you do watch K dramas because I think like K dramas they often you know, might get a lead actor or actress to speak in English or a different language to make them look, you know, like cool and educated or rich yeah. if they're like a CEO character or whatever. And quite often you can tell that maybe the actor can't do that, which is fine. I can't do that either. <laughs> but like that it's a scripted thing that they've learned. Well, so I thought it wasn't like that and mm. it seemed good. Mm. 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 That's cool. it for me what about um, you? What,
1: Actually, I loved everything. So there wasn't yeah, much I didn't like. I, again, I had to nitpick. I mean, um, I don't know why. I put, okay, so anyway, the things I didn't like, well, yeah, obviously those actors for the, the VIPs. The VIPs. Um, I, in the first episode, you know, the, basically the one thing that I think connects us to anything resembling a K drama was the shoutiness of Gi Hoon and the sort of weird gangster stuff at the very first episode. I was like, ugh, okay, you know. It was just weird. The guy and, who
0: stuck on Gi-hoon's blood. Yeah, just why is this
1: <laughs> happening? Why is this in here? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Oh look, so, it wasn't
0: my favorite part yeah, of the show. I didn't like
1: it, but you know, it all was, it was over very quickly, and things kept moving in a way that was quite good. So that wasn't like a huge hurdle for yeah. me. Um, I uh, for some reason I put on my list the gangster guy, but I actually like the gangster guy. I think
0: sure... you mean like you loved to hate him, like you yeah. hated him, but you loved hating him.
1: Maybe something like that. I because
0: don't... I think. Um, yeah. That's how I felt about him. Like, maybe. I didn't like him, yeah. but I loved to not like him. That yeah, was great. Maybe. He was perfect. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Like, I think I actually quite liked him. Um, okay. So one thing I found... I didn't
0: like the sex scene. It was yucky. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was, that was like, was like... ew, gross. That is
1: nasty. Like, on a toilet bowl, oh, you know, and it was like... It
0: was yucky.
1: You know, but I don't know. Maybe they don't mind, you know. We can't kick shame anyone here. This is not <laughs> I didn't place. like it.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna shame. It was no good. Yeah. But I mean, you know, shame. I don't mean it should be removed from the show. It was perfect in the show. Yeah. I just mean like when I was watching it, I was like, I forgot yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Sweaty on a toilet bowl. Toilet
0: sex,
1: Finish it off with a cigarette All right. as well. Oh
0: right. um, <laughs> never think of it again.
1: One thing I didn't like yeah. it wasn't that I didn't like, I just felt like they could have done a little bit more, is that so in the first episode we have Gihun, and he's very, like, you know, we, we see kind of what character he is, you yeah. know? He's down as, like, as desperate, but he's also, like, he's a deadbeat, like, he's a yeah. real deadbeat. And I think he actually very quickly becomes much more considerate and likable. Once he hits the game, that's interesting. Very quickly, he it,
0: falls in the role of being this. He's got a lot of empathy. empathy. He's Got a lot of kindness. Exactly. He's very like, please join our group. I can see that you're a weak, yeah. lone person. I could
1: see that he would and have those qualities, but it all I that think doesn't it come happens just a little bit quickly. Like I just, or, thought, or they
0: could have like, just toned him down just a tiny yeah. bit. Had him as a deadbeat with an addiction problem, but had him less, maybe callous towards his mum. You know,
1: something like that. Yeah, I just feel like this. He he sort of gets on this track in a little bit too easily a, i just felt like i didn't see the part where he got to that mm, where, I, could, I could believe that he is he becomes that mm. or this game like parts of those games bring him at bring that out of them but i didn't actually see that happening so i kind of stuck in my mind as something that was missing mm. so it's not something i didn't like i just feel like there's a missing piece in there some a couple of scenes that needed to be added just to show him get a little from that point you mm. know to move or, or to see that character grow the ball rolling. It's like, mm. it's almost as like if the ball was rolling, we didn't see that start rolling. We just kind of saw yeah, it yeah. happening after the fact. I do know what like, mean actually. That's an yeah.
0: interesting point. I, like, I don't think it's a, it's not a bother when you watch it. You no. just watch the show. No, no. But in hindsight, when you point it out, I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. You know, I just
1: feel sense. like everything is done so well in the show that you,
0: the nip is,
1: is the problem, or you can this is the problem shows are really, really good is that the very few things that are small, that they can become more visible. Mm. Whereas a show that's, you know, Okay you kind of just roll with it and you're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, you, you know, a lot of you things, like, you lower your expectations, you know, you're quite right. Um, but I, I did admit, like when I had to do this, I was really thinking very hard of things I didn't like. And I've only, actually the main things that are like, coming up now just after you talking about it and just me thinking mm. about it. The other thing I didn't like was at the end. So he basically, you know, he gives half his money to uh, Sang Yu's uh, mum.
0: Sang Yu's mom, yeah.
1: And, uh, and then he's like, you know what? I'm going to go find my daughter, she's in America, and I'm going to be a good dad.
0: And I'm going to put my red hair near her.
1: I'm going to freak her out with my red hair, but, you know, he's got a nice suit. so that he he's, So he's going to look pre- presentable. She might find it interesting, you know. All
0: right, sure she's at that age. Exactly. She's between one and ten.
1: She's, she's somewhere between the ages of one and ten.
0: People that age love red hair. That's yeah, fake.
1: that's a proven fact. Um, sure. But, but, you know, basically, he... Um,
0: he,
1: he doesn't he, go. He, he doesn't go. So he's at Incheon Airport and he sees a, um, the suit guy playing that, that initiation game with someone. In the subway. He yeah. sees
0: Gong Yu having a little slap around exactly. with another dude.
1: And he runs over to where that's happened. The suit guy, Gong, Gong Yu, gets away. Mm. But he tells the guy who's actually won the game and, and got the little card. He takes the card. He takes card and he just basically, you know, shouts at him. And, and
0: he calls. And he
1: calls it. And the person who answers is the front man. And the front man says... Uh, he basically just says, you know... Let, let it go.
0: Leave the country. Let it go. Get on that plane.
1: You should get on that or plane. And he doesn't get on the plane. And presu- presumably, it, it seems like the intention is he's going to do something to fight back. I we really don't know f- what it could be. I really felt like... Look, I know... I understand... I think, I think part of it makes sense. He's changed a lot. He's gone through so much. And he can't let this go because a lot of people died. And a lot mm-hmm. of people he actually made these close relationships died. And it was all really for the Nothing. entertainment of people. Yeah. And it's, it's really messed up. And obviously the, you know, you do need to, to draw a line in the sand and stand up for things at certain times, but as well, he has his daughter that he's literally just off guard off the phone He's like, I'm coming to see you. I feel like if he was going to do this, he should have gone and seen the daughter first yeah. because he might go do this and get killed.
0: He will. And that be it. I mean, because it's, you know, how do you fight back against something like this? So he doesn't know yeah. where these people are. He doesn't know who they are. He doesn't know how to contact them. Like, they, it's very elusive shit.
1: He might have a lot of money now, but they have more.
0: But they can take his money away, presumably. Yeah.
1: And, they, and they have more. Yeah. And so they have, the, he, there's not a lot he can actually do. But besides that, I, I, I like the idea of him being like this, now that he's got this, fight in him to do something and I think that's kind of cool mm. but at the same time like you know from the start of this like he's been a sort of a deadbeat dad go do that first yeah then come back and, but and, I... and, but it, it, it makes yeah. for a much more exciting ending that's so what I, I, I don't gonna say. I don't hate it I just that when like,
0: you think about it you're like that's actually not like, the smartest on, thing man.
1: to do like at least just go give your daughter a little I bit of time i agree you know?
0: i think that it's it's just about the ending value yeah. of that oh, moment definitely. of him making that decision that's a powerful ending for a show it, but it, when you think about it in terms of a story and his character it doesn't yeah. exactly make sense but i can see why they chose to have that like spark of a am going to fight back open ended oh absolutely ending.
1: and look that's why we're not uh writer directors who've lost all our teeth right because <laughs>
0: and we didn't create anything as brilliant as exactly
1: because we want the ending that sort of like makes sense and is nicer but at the same time that ending is like very exciting and it keeps the door open and it it keeps you going
0: okay and to be honest if i actually wrote this show you'd probably go with the more impactful ending over the one that made sense because that's the right ending for a show yeah um so yeah I thought it was great. Um, Is that it on your list? That's it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, So I think we've kind of talked about the ending a lot, so I don't think there's much to go into there. I had one thing I wanted to bring up, which I thought was interesting. So the detective guy who infiltrates Squid Game, he finds out that his brother isn't dead, like we suspected, and he, Mm. in fact, won a previous game. Yeah. But now we also find out that his older brother byung Han is the frontman. Front man. Mm. So this made me wonder. He cuz Ebyong byung Han didn't look he looked like a sad man. He didn't look like he was having a great time being frontman. He didn't look like he was having a barrel of laughs looking at everyone dying. I got the impression that I wondered, I suppose, why he was there and whether there was a level of coercion or what was going on. And I feel like, I feel like that's an interesting threat. Um, mm-hmm. not necess- it's not a problem. Um, it's just a thing that I was interested in and would like to know more. And also, oh, absolutely. do you think there should be a season two?
1: Yes. Um, and also I do think that I don't think that the detective guy is dead because of the way he <laughs> died. Because I hope and, so. and it's actually there, that was a really interesting scene. So what happens is the detective guy shoots the front man,
0: yeah,
1: and he hits him in the shoulder, mm-hmm. right? And the front man's like, "You gotta come at me, or you're gonna die," basically. Yeah. And he's like,
0: "The detective guy's basically like, no, no. he's and then too upset." The this this
1: front man guy he shoots him, but he shoots him in the shoulder. Shoots he's, his little brother, and in he's, the he's pointing the gun They're straight at him. They're very close. So I think he did it on purpose to give him the slightest chance because what we see is it falls, it falls the off the edge and we don't see a body, we just see water. And look, in TV land, nine times yep. out of ten, when that happens, like the person has survived, right? Yep. Now, that might not be the case, but I feel like if there was going to be a season two... It's going I to start with him getting picked up by a trawler or something like that. I 100% you
0: know? agree because I think if there is a season two, Gi can't do this shit by himself. Absolutely and the not. only other person who I think is in a position or has the, not just the motive to tear it down and find out what's going on, but also like some actual skills, which yeah. I feel like Gi doesn't have, yeah. is the detective guy.
1: I think as well, if there was a season two, there's two other things they could explore, which would be very interesting. Is one will be the frontman and how he became the frontman. Yeah. Um, I think they would that would be so interesting and I think they could delve into that. But the other thing I think is that what we we realize about the guards is that they don't mm. seem to be just like normal employees. I think that they're yes. also coerced into this to some degree. Yeah. They might be down on a luck, maybe they're having some issues with their careers or whatever, because we know one of the guys that he kills is a cop. Yeah. Right? So I think that they are also in a tight position. And there's some you know.
0: weird shit going on there because you remember it's like there's this thing where they can't talk unless they talk to us. Exactly. They're lower. Exactly. And also if your face gets revealed, yeah. you die. And exactly. who wants to work in that environment? And we see unless in that one mom- desperate. Exactly. Yeah. And we see in that honeycomb scene that um, one of the guys who's about to get killed grabs a guard and he makes the guard take off his, his face. And the got the prisoner gets killed the player, but this guard turns out to be a very young dude. And he turns around and looks at all the other guards, like all the other red guys and just the look on his face. Like he knows he's about to die and he gets shot in the head. Yeah.
1: He just looks very impassive. Like he doesn't even like, Yeah,
0: but he looks fucked, like traumatized, Mm. fucked. He, he knows what's happening, but he knows.
1: I thought he just had a real blank face on him. I
0: think, I didn't think so. I thought he looked like someone who knew what was about to happen, but had, had no intention like knew there was no way out like a kind of this is it this is the end Mm. and he gets shot and so i think that that was really interesting because it makes you wonder who these people are
1: exactly and i think that's something that could be explored because that's a whole nother level it's kind of interesting because you think the guards are just sort of complicit in it but i feel like they're also desperate people who have been roped into this they have a different relationship to the game they don't have to compete against each other or anything but But they are a little bit still high stakes under the There's still
0: danger yeah 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 Yeah, it's all very fascinating part of me is like i'd love to see season two because i want to know more but then another part of me is like there's something about the open-endedness and the questions that remain that make it so brilliant because it makes you keep wondering and that's it and sometimes i think when when media like stories fill out every blank space things become less i don't know hooky and interesting you think about them less because everything's explained sometimes it's that ambiguousness that makes something kind of hook down inside you
1: yeah and and it makes the thing good for what it is so i think maybe it's just a gem i think of a show so Mm It might not need anymore. I could definitely see it happening, especially because the popularity of it. I could. There's no way they won't know, make
0: a season two if, know, if someone's going to do who's it. Who's lost all his teeth agrees.
1: Yeah, I mean... That, but
0: you know, if he has a year off and then Netflix is like, oh, "I'm going to give you a Squid Game worth like level of money," he'll yeah. be like, "Cool." Yeah, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. he'll say, "Cool." We don't know. He might I don't say know. Something him. else. I've never met him.
1: He might say. You probably like, say something in Korean. yeah. I
0: don't think he's going to say yeah. Yeah,
1: he'll say something like, "Wow, that's." that's that's streets ahead
0: i think you'll say me twirl
1: i think i think streets ahead is more like i don't think he's gonna say okay. that all
0: right so before we go this brings us to the end i've got a question yes. what did you like the least about the whole show
1: did we just talk about that
0: no this is just one thing but yes we did
1: oh uh, the least nothing okay. nothing really what did
0: you like the most
1: everything really. okay cool
0: yeah, <laughs> I don't know I'm trying to finish the show on these yeah. questions so what yeah. did I like the least again nothing it was great uh, and what did I like the most I think for me it's just that addictiveness of watching it it was yeah. so exciting I liked how I feel like just felt reaching for new episodes and thinking about it, I I, it was you know what I like the most package. It's like it sometimes
1: so you watch TV and movies and you just go who the fuck wrote this thing and like don't waste my fucking time they know noticed <laughs> a piece of shit and we just sat here and watched this thing and you're just like Why are these people in... Like, Mm. how do these people get into these jobs where they can just churn out shit? And then when you see something like this, that someone has poured their blood, sweat, tears, and and teeth teeth into it, (laughs) and they've made something that is so fantastic, and you feel respected as a viewer, and you're like, yes. Thank you so much for making something You're so right. right. Mm. I think
0: you're right. There's some projects you watch, or stories you read, and you, you can feel the passion that the creator has for creating something that's as near to perfect as they possibly can. It's like completely different, but it really reminds me of the stuff that I read around like Mad Max Fury Road. Like that's one of those, it's a passion project that was made as perfect as that person could do. And look at the results. They've created something incredible. And I think they've done the same with Squid Game. There's just, and yeah, you're right. There's something pretty special about watching something that, someone's worked that hard
1: but also like you know where where you feel respected as an audience like you don't feel like they think you're dumb Mm -hmm. and they do dumb shit or they over explain things because they think you can't get it or you know all that kind of and like you know they've left so many open spaces like that could be for more story to tell but it also doesn't cater to you it's
0: interesting It just is like this
1: is the story are you on board and it's and it does it yeah. so well that i think that's why maybe people are really enjoying it because it, yeah. it's just so solid like, i'm know. glad
0: it's doing so well hmm. i think that's really great hmm. although it's weird to have some of my friends who i've been going on at them about K drama for 10 years suddenly like oh yeah i watched this because it was on tiktok yeah. but also they weren't on tiktok their kids were on tiktok yeah but that's all
1: well, if you accept my definition as just a television show, no, you've got nothing to worry about. I Your K-drama sphere is intact.
0: No, I don't <laughs> accept this. That's okay. All right, that's the end. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. That's uh, That's all we're going to say about Squid Game. And Squid Game came out in last oh, week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, th- oh. this episode will go up a bit later than what we recorded it. So no matter um, what
1: time you listen to, no matter what year it is, Squid Game came out last week. No, right that's <laughs> fucking not true.
0: So that's all we've got to say. I'm just trying to be professional here. Uh Squid Game, which is a nine episode Netflix K drama from September twenty twenty
1: one. Fantastic.